This is Science in the News in VOA Special English. I'm Steve Ember. And I'm Barbara Klein. Today, we tell you everything you ever wanted to know about snow. Winter weather has returned to northern areas of the world. In much of the United States, winter means the return of snow. Snow is a subject of great interest to weather experts. Experts sometimes have difficulty estimating where, when, or how much snow will fall. One reason is that heavy amounts of snow fall in surprisingly small areas. Another reason is that a small change in temperature can mean the difference between snow and rain. Snow is a form of frozen water. It contains many groups of tiny ice particles called snow crystals. These crystals grow from water particles in cold clouds. They usually grow around a piece of dust. All snow crystals have six sides, but they grow in different shapes. The shape depends mainly on the temperature and water levels in the air. Snow crystals grow in one of two designs, plate-like and columnar. Plate-like crystals are flat. They form when the air temperature is about 15 degrees below zero Celsius. Columnar snow crystals look like sticks of ice. They form when the temperature is about 5 degrees below zero. The shape of a snow crystal may change from one form to another as the crystal passes through levels of air with different temperatures. When melting snow crystals or raindrops fall through very cold air, they freeze to form small particles of ice called sleet. Groups of frozen water droplets are called snow pellets. Under some conditions, these particles may grow larger and form solid pieces of ice or hail. When snow crystals stick together, they produce snowflakes. Snowflakes come in different sizes. As many as 100 crystals may join together to form a snowflake larger than two and one-half centimeters. Under some conditions, snowflakes can form that are five centimeters long. Usually, this requires near-freezing temperatures, light winds, and changing conditions in Earth's atmosphere. Snow contains much less water than rain. About 15 centimeters of wet snow has as much water as two and one-half centimeters of rain. 
about 76 centimeters of dry snow equals the water in two and one-half centimeters of rain. Much of the water we use comes from snow. Melting snow provides water for rivers, electric power centers, and agricultural crops. In the western United States, mountain snow provides up to 75% of all surface water supplies. Snowfall helps to protect plants and some wild animals from cold winter weather. Fresh snow is made largely of air trapped among the snow crystals. Because the air has trouble moving, the movement of heat is greatly reduced. Snow also is known to influence the movement of sound waves. When there is fresh snow on the ground, the surface of the snow takes in or absorbs sound waves. However, snow can become hard and flat as it becomes older or if there have been strong winds. Then the snow's surface will help to send back sound waves. Under these conditions, sounds may seem clearer and travel farther. Generally, the color of snow and ice appears white. This is because the light we see from the sun is white. Most natural materials take in some sunlight. This gives them their color. However, when light travels from air to snow, some light is sent back or reflected. Snow crystals have many surfaces to reflect sunlight. Yet the snow does take in a little sunlight. It is this light that gives snow its white appearance. Sometimes snow or ice may appear to be blue. The blue light is the product of a long travel path through the snow or ice. In simple terms, think of snow or ice as a filter. A filter is designed to reject some substances while permitting others to pass through. In the case of snow, all the light makes it through if the snow is only a centimeter thick. If it is a meter or more thick, however, blue light often can be seen. Snow falls in extreme northern and southern areas of the world throughout the year. However, the heaviest snowfalls have been reported in the mountains of other areas during winter. These areas include the Alps in Italy and Switzerland, the coastal mountains of western Canada, and the Sierra Nevada and Rocky Mountains in the United States. In warmer climates, snow is known to fall in areas over 4,900 meters above sea level. Each year, the continental United States has an average of 100 snowstorms. 
An average storm produces snow for two to five days. Almost every part of the country has received snowfall at one time or another. Even parts of southern Florida have reported a few snowflakes. The national record for snowfall in a single season was set in 1998 and 1999. 2,895 centimeters of snow fell at the Mount Baker ski area in the northwestern state of Washington. People in many other areas have little or no snowfall. In 1936, a physicist from Japan produced the first man-made snow in a laboratory. During the 1940s, several American scientists developed methods for making snow in other areas. Clouds with extremely cool water are mixed with man-made ice crystals, such as silver iodide and metaldehyde crystals. Sometimes dry ice particles or liquid propane are used. Today, special machines are used to produce limited amounts of snow for winter holiday ski areas. Snow is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of people in the United States every year. Many people die in traffic accidents on roads that are covered with snow or ice. Others die from being out in the cold, or from heart attacks caused by extreme physical activity. Several years ago. A major storm caused serious problems in the eastern United States. It struck the southeast in January 1996, before moving up the east coast. The storm was blamed for more than 100 deaths. It forced nine states to declare emergency measures. Virginia and West Virginia. Were hit hardest. In some areas there, snowfall amounts were more than one meter high. Several states limited driving to emergency vehicles. Most major airports were closed for at least a day or two. A week later, two other storms brought additional snow to the East Coast. In the New York City area, the added weight of the snow forced the tops of some buildings to break down. Many travelers were forced to walk long distances through deep snow to get to train stations. People may not be able to avoid living in areas where it snows often. However, they can avoid becoming victims of winter snowstorms. People should stay in their homes until the storm has passed. While removing large amounts of snow, they should stop and rest often. Difficult physical activity during snow removal can cause a heart attack.
It is always a good idea to keep a lot of necessary supplies in the home even before winter begins. These supplies include food, medicine, clean water, and extra power supplies. Some drivers have become trapped in their vehicles during a snowstorm. If this happens, people should remain in or near their car unless they see some kind of help. They should get out and clear space around the vehicle to prevent the possibility of carbon monoxide gas poisoning. People should tie a bright-colored object to the top of their car to increase the chance of rescue. Inside the car, they should open a window a little for fresh air, and turn on the engine for ten or fifteen minutes every hour for heat. People living in areas where winter storms are likely. Should carry emergency supplies in their vehicle. These include food, emergency medical supplies, and extra clothing to stay warm and dry. People in these areas should always be prepared for winter emergencies. Snow can be beautiful to look at, but it can also be dangerous. This science in the news program was written by George Grove. Our producer was Brianna Blake. I'm Steve Ember, and I'm Barbara Klein. Join us again next week for more news about science in special English on the Voice of America. <laughs>